We're like cat lovers only. Click here. But I'm not even worried about a skeleton. Like a I skeleton. think you should be worried about skeletons. But the virus could, in fact, help preserve them more, longer. Now that's that's impossible. When did you become a ninja where you can just climb anything? Maybe I would try to launch a couple chairs at the tiger. <laughs> Let's say that there's a lot. Look, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to say that I'm a great writer here, but look. You don't see me going up into the Himalayan mountains and trying to pretend I'm a yeti, man. That's just not going to happen. And that's probably a wrong fact, but I think that's true. Do you want to instead, do you want to pretend that it's not been a while? Since? I mean, our audience doesn't know. I guess they do know. Well, our I, audience doesn't know. They, 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 they most definitely know because essentially we're our audience. Well, yeah, no one's been, no one's been uh, missing us. Have you gotten any emails <laughs> saying like, hey, where's the shotcast? Or anybody calling you up and it's, saying like, hey. It's been a whole, it's been ten, uh, tw- uh, trending on Twitter, I think. We haven't been doing the shotcast. Yeah. So it's big time now, man. It's big time. Big time, yeah. But I'm actually glad. I, I mean, I will say this. So, you know, we, we got to the point where I we were like, let's do it again and let's start it up. You're in a place where you're good to, to go. I was in a place where I was good to go. And then it's like, um, it's it's nice to be able to be like, let's go. Let's watch the show. And I had forgotten, quite honestly, how fun the show is. Yeah, totally agree. I mean, it and and I mean to be to be fair, like we were at a point, and I just I, I listened to the the last shotcast before this one about the you know identical twins peaks shotcast mm-hmm. before this one, and um just to like refresh my memory, and that one was at a place where you know one storyline kind of kind of ended and another one was starting to take off. It seemed to be like a place where we were back into it and then all of a sudden it was radio silence. But it's exciting because these episodes now are getting um, more exciting than maybe the previous episodes. Oh, yeah. I mean, if we were going to take a break, it should have been two episodes before we did. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, that there was that lull. Like at, at the funeral. Like, that yeah. was the time mm-hmm. to take the break. Right? I mean, and then we had the wedding. We even, we even talked about yeah, that. We even, yeah, we, we talked about that. So instead, we, we decided to get invested in the show and then stop watching it for, I don't know, a year or whatever. It hasn't yeah. been a year, has it? Maybe? Almost a year. Almost, okay. Almost. All right. Because it's been at least a school year because that's when we kind of. That's right. That's right. It's a, it's a summertime fling that we're doing here. Um, right. All right. So do you think we need to discuss anything or just let's get right into it, man? I mean, what do you want? What do you want to discuss? Let, let's just refresh our me- Maybe we can refresh our memories a little bit. Okay. Like where we're headed. All right. Um, so, well, let's say the first. So the first big mystery was resolved probably back in episode seven or so or maybe even right who killed Laura who Palmer? Ki- yeah. that was the big thing We've, that's been resolved we know that uh, well i mean it to be fair it hasn't i mean we know that bob killed Laura, but yeah. we don't know exactly who and what or you know where bob comes from right that's or, fair. Or where he is now so yeah. certainly it has been resolved in a way as far as the show is concerned was like resolved yeah right they yeah. had the the funeral put her to rest is it resolved in the whole scope of things? Not really, but it was. It's a close enough to where they kind of are veering off into another 
kind of place. And what's interesting now is like, and, and for a time period after that was resolved or that, that storyline resolved, Twin Peaks was just floating around doing, exploring all these other characters, which, you know, wasn't that exciting. But we finally got to a point now where we've got some excitement. There is a new mystery happening. And it's a big mystery, yes. a big time mystery. Definitely big time. You know, we've hinted before all throughout the show. There's been these hints that Cooper has had some experience with the supernatural before. There's been some um, there's been an event that changed Cooper's life. He's even hinted several times back about um, a love that he had. Right. And so like we and we just never knew anything about it. But finally, we're starting to now understand. And if it wasn't episode 14, it's episode 15, where we finally find what happened. Right. And what's going on? I mean, we, I think we did. We, I mean, we knew that there was an event that happened that killed uh, somebody who Cooper was really close with and loved, um, almost killed him and made his partner go crazy. Yes. Like we knew like that event. Happened, yeah. Yeah. But we get in, in, in Pittsburgh. I right. It's it Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they just went to Pittsburgh. I mean, that, that could also <laughs> be a possibility. But they definitely are now looking carefully and explaining what actually happened. And we get a, we get a real sense of kind of what happened at that point. Yeah. So it, what's the, I mean, the main takeaway is it's exciting now. Things yeah. are exciting. Things are happening. I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested in almost every storyline. There's one storyline, which you already know that I'm not very we, interested I know. in. And you know, it doesn't get better. It doesn't get better. So with James, listen, with James, like I even, I remember I, I listened to the last Shotcast, and I said, "Like, oh, I'm kind of interested. I'm kind of interested in where this going." Yeah, yeah. But after these two episodes, I was like, "Yeah, okay." But like, he still he he got even more James than I thought he was before. He's he's so bad. I don't even want to give. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say this because it's so annoying to me. He has an opportunity. Donna actually comes and finds him. Right. I'm not gonna. I, I Which mean, is bizarre. But wait, let's he, not. I mean. he, he, he she comes and finds him. And he's still like, I'm still interested in this other woman. Like he, he still goes back to her. Like, and then is like falling in love. With, it's so ridiculous. He, he, not only does he fall in love at the drop of a hat, he's right. so moody about it. I, I, I can't take him, dude. He got to. Say, I mean, he is so. He like. I guess he's made. He's trying to be made out to this like be of a moral character because he's like you're married, I can't, like, be with you, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, I get that, but, like, also, like, what the heck is your problem, man? Just, like, I know. just, like, walk away then. Like, wh why all the drama? He's, he needs to he surround himself with he's like, he's, like, sitting down, like, leaning down, and, like, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, pull yourself together. And I don't know if it's, like, that actor necessarily like is it the actor or is it like he's playing to that what he thinks that that moody like rebel without a cause because it's cl they're clearly at least um you know stylistically going for the rebel without a cause type look you know what i mean he's yes. riding a motorcycle Which, he's again got like film studies go watch rebel without a cause right. it's a great film there's there's even some imagery that reminds me of because image uh, rebel without a cause um James Dean had a red jacket, and mm -hmm. then there's a guy with a red jacket, like in the in the bar. The bars change dramatically, even though it's the same bar. Yeah. But there's like um, a mural there with like kind of like neon or like 
UV lighting, like yeah. black light lighting that lights it up, and it's like this guy in a red coat. So definitely like. You know what? I actually so I me- I messed up in my uh, film studies here because you said I said Rebel Without a Cause. I was actually thinking of On the Waterfront with Marlon Brando. Oh, oh yeah, that oh that also yeah that also probably would match as well. Yeah. So I mean that's that's kind of where what I was thinking. But both of both of them, both of those two films, deal with the same kind of um, uh, big emotions. Yeah. And that's what James is going through. I don't know if he's pulling it off or if it's if his character is not supposed to be pulling it off. And again, we we've talked about how, you know, in what Twin Peaks is kind of cool about is it shows like these teenagers. I mean, and they're not teenagers. Teenagers aren't playing them, but they're adults playing teenagers or young adults playing teenagers. But you get this really kind of a teenager thing where it's like everything that's happening to them is happening to them for the first time. So it's like the biggest thing ever. Right. Right. They don't have any experiences to play off of. But I would argue that James at this point has gone through this so many times. Like he (laughs) should know what's happening, man. And the fact that he doesn't recognize that Donna is has stood by him and is getting him out of trouble and is really the only, you know, solid piece in his life. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, he's pushing against all of that because he has a bunch of stuff. Like, everyone in his life has fought. To be fair, mm-hmm. everyone in his life has fought. You have Ed, who is, like, there with him. Yeah. Um, you know, he has people in his life. He is constantly looking for the people that are not in his life and being, you know, dramatic about that. Yeah, I almost forget what happened to his parents. Like, his mom. Wasn't she, like... I think his mom did drugs or something. Yeah, or, I can't I, I remember... I don't think he, he, he knew like his dad. Like I again, like I'm not exactly sure of his backstory, but I know that he's it's, he's always been like sad or like yeah. What's I'm looking for a word, angsty. Yeah. About that, right? Yeah. Emo. And so like, but but he, his family's right there. Ed is is taking care of the dude. Right? Ed is taking care of everybody Ed, at this point. Ed is. Ed is taking care. <laughs> of well, I mean, Nadine took care of Hank. That was attacking that. So I mean, that's true. Ed, so yeah. Um, but but definitely he is looking like he's getting on his motorcycle and just drive. He's not a place. You yeah, know, it's a feeling that yeah. he's driving for right. But man, he and this is like this is like what you do as I guess as a teenager, right? And I and I think I can't. I, I think that's why I'm not blaming the actor. I, mean, I would never blame the actor, right? Right, right. I'm gonna think about like how this character is, and yeah. Like everything's right there for you, but as a teenager, you want to re- you want to rebel, you want to go right. out and find. No, that's it. a great point. You want to find the, yeah. f- the feeling, not yeah. the place, and because the place is there, you know where the place is. Yeah, you just got to get around back to there. I yeah, think. yeah. It's just to me, it's just boring to see this play out. You know, time. Well, it's kind of getting exciting. I mean, it's kind of getting exciting right now. That, uh, I mean, is it though? Like, no, I guess you're right. I mean, <laughs> I mean it, it's the thing. The thing with James, and le- just to be, f- just to be. Just to clarify what James is happening for those of us who are listening, right? So James is, James was at this place because Evelyn, I believe is her name, right? Evelyn? Um, I keep forgetting the, this woman's name. I think it's I think Evelyn it's too. At one point I thought it was Robin, but it's definitely Evelyn. They don't say her name I, very often. I think it's Evelyn. And I, so Evelyn was married to... Jeffrey, I think. Isn't it Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Dude, now I've got to go into my notes now, man. No, I'm looking at my notes right now. 
Um, we're kind of doing this out. Yeah, we are. We, we are do doing this kind of out of order. But this, is the, um, this is the way we should do it because this is how we've done it in the past. We do follow storylines. Marsh, Jeffrey Marsh. So Jeffrey Marsh. So Evelyn is married to Jeffrey Marsh, and uh, Evelyn like wrecked her car for some re- some reason. James is helping her out. Yeah. He, and uh, in the meantime, there is a love kind of. Uh, Thing that happens between them. Yeah, and, and, and importantly, there's this dude who is claims to be her brother, but we we know that it's not. Right, it's a co-conspirator because what they are trying to do is they are trying to kill um, Jeffrey Marsh to get presumably the money or the inheritance, something, or whatever. Yeah, he's got cash. To get money. He's got a ton of cars, man. He's got a ton of cars. Yeah, definitely has a ton of cars and nice cars. Like, yeah. Not, like yeah, yeah. So. So um, so he's got some cash. They want to get rid of him to get the money. And they're, they're looking at a way to try to do that. And what they decided was they'd have this kid come in, fix the car. However, they're going to, like, you know, wreck the brakes or whatever. Like, manipulate the brakes so the brakes don't work. And I got and to, he and goes driving. Yeah, but here's, here's the thing. So, like, that scene where James meets the husband, Jeffrey, right? There's this... You know, he's they both love cars, right? They're, they talk about how they both love cars. Like, you got the similar right. interests than me, and it's like dot, dot, dot. Like, we both right. love cars, right? And it's like, uh, but here's the thing that really bothers me. James was just working on that particular car. Like, he's just yeah. done. He puts the hood down. He's like, right. you know, he's got the rag. He's wiping his hands. He's, you know, got the greasy hands. He's got, he's wearing like a tank top or something. I don't know. Um by the way, Jeffrey was wearing a Jordan tracksuit. Did you notice that? Oh, it was fabulous. An Air Jordan <laughs> tracksuit. It was unbelievable. And I, I mean, mean, talk hey, about wealth. That, it's a status symbol, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no you, doubt about you look at this dude and you're like, this guy has money, right? Right. What I can't understand is James just gets done with that car. And the guy drives off. Jeffrey drives off. There's this little back and forth between James saying he wants to go. The wife says, oh, please stay, blah, blah, blah. And then James leaves because he's going to leave. He goes to pack his things or whatever. And then you hear, right. like, the sounds of a car crash. Well, it's no, it's really great. Like, so, again, this is what I really like about Twin Peaks, as well as just, like, kind of the feel of it. The, the editing in Twin Peaks... And the way that they combined images, like they owe to overlays yeah. and like these really, you know, long cross dissolves and things like that where um, and, and with sound. Right. So we see Evelyn and it's a close but he drives off. We cut to Evelyn close up and we hear the crash. Happen. Right. Right. And, you know, t- to be fair, like he didn't just drive away and crash. Right. I'm sure that crash like happened. Yeah. But it's giving us a sense and it's giving us a, a connection or a juxtaposition of her hearing the crash and we kind of see like she's kind of almost sad about this whole thing she we kind of feel well you know what maybe i should take that back because she does have like a kind of weird i'm just looking at it right now oh see i don't have it in front of me i, I got the feeling that I'm she was right now, liking it that, that this was something she was waiting and she was almost see in my mind since i knew she, the guy didn't crash right as soon as he got out of the like you could tell that he didn't crash as soon as he left the place right, right. so the way i thought about it well, she's like imagining the, cr- the crash. Like she's yes. in her mind, this is what she's yes. imagining. And you're hearing basically what she's imagining. Yes. My issue with the whole thing is like, James just finished working on that car. Like how did they, I guess, and why am I trying to figure this out? But like, it seems like right. he would I know. I see what you're saying. You're saying 
how did they have time to cut the brake line? Yeah, like, and how did he... That's, that's basically what you're saying. Yeah. And, you know, this I'm, I'm not trying to justify Twin Peaks at all because, you know... You can't really. I mean, it. that's the whole point is, but, like, things happen. But this would, be my, this would be my guess. He was not working on the brakes in that time. All right, so he did right. the brakes early. That's a f- one of the first things he did is the he brakes. He might not even touch. The, yeah, or maybe he didn't even touch the brakes. It, it was looked like an engine thing that he was working on anyway. Yeah. Like, but what do I know? I'm yeah. not a mechanic. Um, but what I would say is, like, and I'm trying, and, like, I'm picturing this in my mind, but most likely it's just an imagination that I'm having. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I saw a part where we saw like the dude like get under the car or something in a previous episode. Man, that could it's been a, you know, I don't know. A, an entire year since I've seen it, so maybe I'm misremembering. Yeah. But I believe, I believe that could have happened beforehand. I'm not. I'm not. All right. Well, then that that, that may have been that may have been the case, but it was it's, to me it was like okay, he's just working on the car, and then the car. I mean, they're trying to frame. Obviously, the two are trying to frame. Right. The point is, they're trying to frame James. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of weird. Like, why would... I guess, like, the whole... Like, I don't think we talked about this before, about, like... The plan's not great. Police and arresting people and, like, how justice is served in Twin Peaks. And... But, like, I don't understand, like, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, you come here. Oh, there was some guy who fixed the car. Like, he must have done... Like, what's in it with him? Unless... I guess they could have said like, "Hey, he was sleeping with his wife, and th- that was the plan." But when, well, then the wife would get it. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not so a like, great plan. Like, like, like you, when you're looking for motive, it's like, what's the motive? Like you had. Right. So I don't know. You think some guy, some random like old mechanic, you pick up from the street uh, and you know fix your car, and then all of a sudden your car uh, doesn't. You're gonna get, just go arrest him. I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, maybe. I mean, the thing I guess I could, maybe like liability liable, issue, like, like yeah. I guess I don't like know. Also, like, but for murder, maybe man, yeah. like I don't know. In any case, I, the plan's not great. But who cares? Because the guy di- Jeffrey dies. We know that for a fact. Because um, now, I, do you, after. look, do you want to continue on with uh, with James? Because yeah, let's just go for it. Let's so, just end it right there. Because his it's so small, and and in this whole scheme well, me, of things. Let me ask you this: There was a point where I couldn't figure this out. There's a point where she comes in. He's trying to leave. And she comes in. Evelyn tries to come in. Um, and he, this is, it gets really angsty. I didn't even, I mean, I was, I, I was like barely paying attention. But there was something playing in the background that was so loud, at least on when I was watching. It was a box. It was a boxing. Uh, it was either on the radio or TV. I didn't okay, see. Okay, so I, I couldn't figure TV, out if it was a boxing. Baseball, it was boxing. I couldn't figure out if it was I'm baseball. I'm pretty sure or, it was boxing. Okay. Okay. Well, that and makes you know, sense I now. Mean, that a makes sense. Match going on between these two. Yeah. And like that makes sense. Game. Okay. That's because I, I was. I'm trying to listen. I'm like, why is this sound so loud? I can barely hear the the the, the characters talk. And again, there's back and forth. And he ended up. What did, did he end up leaving? Can you remember? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he did leave. Because Evelyn, Evelyn, now at this point, and to be, Evelyn is now like falling in love with James. Yeah. Yes, we know that. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's so true. it's it's like partly was there to like, you know, first entice him and like make a big show of it, but and to, to trap him. But then she actually is falling in love with James. Yeah. Is the whole thing. Yeah. Um. Do you want to continue on with Donna or in this whole storyline, or do you want to go back and uh, just go here's from order? Here's from what I think is interesting because, I, and this is this is in episode fourteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're in 14. Is right he now. in episode 15? I don't even He know is in episode 15. Episode. Yeah. There's a big, there's some stuff that happens in episode 15 about. Oh, yeah. At the very end, I guess. Yeah. 
When yeah. is oh yeah, so that's the bar. Okay, yeah. So let's just go. Let's just follow this through. Okay. Because what I really like is the second half. I guess I like it when it go, dives into fifteen with when Donna and him are at the bar. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. That's okay. So, so let's get so to that point. I, let me just say this: episode fifteen is great. Yes. It's great. Agreed. Yeah. So in any case, so so the one thing we need to know: you're talking about Donna already. James like leaves, and then Donna Donna's out looking for him, right? I mean, there's this whole thing. She comes up a couple times. There's some money that she needs to get to Donna, right? Because Ed is like Ed. He calls Ed beforehand, right. says, "Hey, I need this money because he's gonna go. You know, he's just gonna drive or whatever." So Donna's like, "I'll give him the money. I'll find him, give him the money." Donna's wanting to to bring him back, right? I mean, that's, that's pretty clear. She lo- She's yes. in love with James. So um, she's trying to find him. They, she goes to Willie's hideout or whatever the place is called. And yeah. at that point, she's... Wally's. Wally's. Wally's hideout. Is it, okay, Wally, so she's at Wally's. And, um, you know, she meets... Who does she meet? Evelyn. Evelyn is there, right? And Evelyn's so, always there, man. I don't... What, I don't I, I, <laughs> that's, that's constantly her, at Wally's. That's, that's where she hangs out, man. That's her place. So Evelyn overhears Donna start talking about, like, uh, looking for James... And she says to, to Donna, hey, he's gone to Mexico. He left. He's headed to Mexico. He's gone. Don't worry about it. And uh, Donna does worry about it, right? So Donna's not an idiot. She, she somehow figures out where this place is and goes and follows, I It's got to be right next door. I mean, to be fair, it's got to be right oh, that's next true. door. That's like, true. That is true. Like, first of all, she breaks down her car. Her car breaks down, and somehow she's at Wall, you know, Wally's. That's true, yeah. And James is there and says, hey, James, come with me, fix the car. It's got to be, like, right next yeah. door. Yeah, 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 you're it right. It can't be that far away. You're right, you're right. That's true. So I guess it doesn't take too much detective work for Donna to figure out. She's, and also, we know she's a bad detective. Like, she, you know, the Scooby gang in the first episode of the season, you know. yeah. She yeah she wasn't great. She is always yeah they were she, always one step behind. Yeah, but she's always trying to find something. She's oh, always trying to find the mystery. Um, and so you know if we're continuing on with James, like so we get you know James is leaving for like the thousandth time. It's like James is constantly leaving, never going yeah. anywhere. I feel like that is in fact James. James yeah. is always leaving. He's always leaving one person to another person. Remember, he was even, you know, with Laura Palmer and Donna. He's constantly leaving and coming back and saying he's going to leave and not leaving. So in any case, he's trying to leave for the, the, the millionth time. Uh, this is when we find out that Jeffrey's dead and that Donna was set up. And not Donna, that, but that James was set up. Right. And then... In my notes, you're going to have to help me out here, but in my notes, it just says, I've underlined Donna, put a question mark there, and then says, Find, finds James at the house. Yeah, because so then all of a sudden, James, like the police, so I, I don't know exactly where you are, but definitely like, there's a point where all of a sudden, he's trying to get, because the police are, he's running away, the police are coming, like we hear the police coming. Right, right. He's like, oh my gosh, you set me up, right? Yeah. Holy cow. He runs out. He's hiding behind some trees, and all of a sudden, right. Donna just appears. Yeah, that's Donna true. Literally, just comes in and says, "Hey, James, what's going on?" Like, he's hiding <laughs> from the police. Donna is at the same uh, spot. To be fair, he's not hiding very well. He can't do anything very well. <laughs> okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. 
so, but yeah. she, so she comes in and they're like, hey, let's go to Wally's, which I guess is right across the street. You know, like they, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like Wally's has to be close. You're right. You're, you're exactly right. Because that's the end of the, that's basically the end of the episode. Cause then we move into the episode 15, which is a great episode. And it, it, it doesn't start with, um, James and Donna, but it, very quickly moves to James and Donna. And and it starts with like the police and that's, you know, the police are there taking notes from Evelyn or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And there's this, and, and all of a sudden we can, we can start it going into a, a position that we both like, because when the police officers walk out the door, there's like, there was one. Yeah. And then all of a sudden like two more come out from like the back door and they're very close to each other and walk three oh. in a row, like walk out. Yeah. And that's when you're like, whoa, I'm seeing something here that I haven't seen in a while. Yeah. That is it. That is fun and interesting. Right. Because that's like David Lynch kind of like. Absolutely. Stuff. And so let's just. So Diane Keaton actually directed this episode. Right. And I just happen to because I always like to see who directs the episodes because I'm always looking to see if Lynch directs, directs the episodes. And I don't think he directs anything in season two, but. Maybe he's maybe he directs the last one. I don't know, but this one. As soon as I started seeing things, I was like, "Who the heck is directing this?" Because this looks like David Lynch. Just yeah. some of the things, like when James and Donna are in the bar, and you've got all the bikers like lined up. Yeah, and they're smoking all, cigars, all smoking cigars, all, all looking, looking exactly the same way. The same way. Yeah. All it it was really like that's fun and interesting. And even though it's freaking James and Donna having some dumb conversation, I'm still interested. It, it was funny because the dude. Also, the bartender is like always a like they're trying to have a conversation. Yeah. Right. It's like a private conversation. And the bartender always is like arriving. <laughs> right. Like out of nowhere, like sneaking in on it. Yeah. Which is funny. And like throughout the effort. So this is so I went and I just I was like, Diane Keaton, this is like the first. Like, ep- like as her first like time as like a director, I think. Really? So she was very new at directing. She wanted to dip her, you know, toes in the water of mm-hmm. directing. And I guess they gave her a shot um, at, uh, you know, Twin Peaks. And she w- she called up um, David Lynch and was like, hey, what do you want? He's like, I don't care. Do whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, I don't know what happened because I'm not Diane Keaton. But I'm pretty sure she went back and looked at all the stuff that he <laughs> had directed. Right. And said, okay, let's make it like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. I mean, from an editing point of view, from like a stylistic point of view, yeah. it, it matches uh, the feeling of Twin Peaks. It is really nice. There's more owls and waterfalls. I oh, my think, God. In this yeah, episode absolutely. Ever yeah. There was like a waterfall and then cut to a waterfall. Like, there was right. tons of that imagery. Yeah. There logs on fire, fire reflections in yeah. like the sunglasses. Um, gla- yeah. I think it was that this one, but it was really nice. She did a great, um, it was, to me, it's more of an homage. That's that what I was like, going to hey, ask you. I was going to ask you that. I'm going, this is, again, like, I don't know Diane Keaton personally. Um, I've never spoken to her. I'd never mm, asked surprising. her Twin Peaks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, somebody I've never gotten around to. <laughs> you know, I, you know, um, uh, Ron uh, Howard, I've, I've spoken to. I know, I know you, I know, yeah. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> but uh, Diane Keaton, no. So, um, so I think what she did is I think she went back and said, like, if I'm going to do this, let's, you know, again, she's new at it. She does not have her own necessarily style yet. Yeah. Right? And she's trying to fit in and say, like, this is what I can do. This is her going to be her, you know, resume, essentially, as a director. 
And I think what she did is say, listen, I'm going to go back and I'm going to look and see what I can do to match the styles so that when I show this to people, they're like, yes, look at what you can do and fit in. Because at this point, when you're guest directing, I mean, quote, yeah. quote, guest directing, but when you're directing an episode for a series, you have to fit, it has to fit into that oh, yeah. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you want to show people that you know the story, you know the, um, the show, and that you can fit in. Well, I let think me, that's what she was doing. I, I think it was great because really, I mean, for me, I, I don't know about, like, I don't know what a normal person was, you know, in 1990 watching, you know, Twin Peaks once. But me, I want David Lynch crazy, weird images right. like that. I want the I want the stuff that is just odd. That, but more importantly, I want odd stuff happening and people just saying this is normal. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it is normal that there are every single seat is taken by somebody who looks exactly the same smoking a cigar. No one blinks an eye at that. No one thinks that's weird. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the type of, like, Twin Peaks stuff that I'm looking for. And she nailed it as far as I'm concerned. She hit it out of the park. He hit it out of the park on this one. Now, but let me ask you this. So, like, is it, you know, you say homage, but when do you blur the line between an homage and a copy? Or is there? Well, I say, I say, um, well, it's it's not copying because it's not like she's just re shot for shot, episode, yeah, right, yeah. right. She is she's taking elements that she has seen before, and she's not claiming them that they're hers, right? right? So that she's not copying them and saying they're mine. She's making a, you know, she's in this world and she's looking back at mm-hmm. who kind of created this world. And saying like, let's make sure that we get those elements. In. Okay, yeah, because she's not she's not like making a new show and putting all these no. elements in. It's just that she's okay. I I'm telling you, I I enjoyed it. I hope that we see more of this type of imagery, this type of you know, just like David Lynchian type bizarre yeah. thing imagery. I mean, she it even went like, and here's the thing, like, so Wally's hideout looked a certain way. Yeah. And maybe it looks that certain way, like when, you know, it's the daytime hours and like, you know, the chairs are put up or whatever. And they're but but we didn't see Wally's was different at night when these two kids walked in. It it the decor was different. Mm. Right. There were people there. Clearly, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. different. Yeah. But like the decor is different. I'm re- and like I said, like I'm thinking back to Rebel Without a Cause, like that those those scenes on that were these like neon black lit scenes I yeah. guess yeah reminded me of like this conflict and of that we see it both in James and in that in that movie and on the waterfront too but the red jacket usually yeah it was the it was a weren't they paintings I think they were like or like pictures of it some was sort. like yeah. it, it, it like spray it paint was almost some, a mural yeah. or something that was like lit up with black light I think to make yeah. it look like popping out yeah and so again like so what's interesting in this time when james and donna are in the bar right because because what happens is like the state cops right they're all you know we we open actually with you know the chess piece but then um we see that james uh, that evelyn's giving up james basically to the cops and then we see donna and james and um there's this opera music 
opera music playing, which is different, right? We don't normally hear the yes. opera music. So I, that like alerts us that, okay, this is something different, right? Um, and, you know, James, again, he just trusts everybody. He's falling in love with everybody. Um, you know, and there's this cool scene too where James is playing with a cocktail umbrella, like right then and yeah. there. And like, yeah. that's just great. Like, cause Donna goes and she calls Ed, she's gonna call Ed. I don't actually know if she ever if she ever actually gets in touch with that or not, but she's going to go call. And James is playing with this cocktail umbrella. Um, and it's just kind of a the shot lingers on him just, you know, as you would. You, you have a cocktail, you open it up, and yeah. I, I don't know if you a get cocktail. Business. We call that business. Give the actor a little bit of business. To something do. to do. And something to do. Yeah. I thought it was good. It was really, it was really nice. Um, and I think, I think there's only a few more things here with... Uh, with Donna and James to clear it out. So let me quick. Um, so again, they're at, they're at, at Wally's or whatever. Um, and they had, there's an older woman. Okay. So older woman. No. So there, so Wally, of course there's an owl right at Wally's. Right. And right, Donna's right, right. There with Evelyn. Is it Evelyn? I mean, that's what I've written down. I have. Here's what I have written down. I like the older woman telling Donna not to be so happy or look for answers uh, to why something happens. Yeah. The old. Yeah. Oh, the the older older woman woman is is Evelyn. Evelyn. How did I miss that? I wonder why I just. I believe. Wait, let me scrub through. No, it's you've got to be right. You got to. But why is so Evelyn's there? Where's James at this point? There. Wait, where'd James go? That's what I'm saying. Like. What happened to James that he... I keep calling Evelyn Robin for some reason. Oh, maybe he goes because the cop comes. Does there is? I think a cop comes. Oh, in the door, the he state leaves. state cop comes. Okay, yeah. so he's playing with the thing. State cop comes, and he, like, takes off. But I do like this this idea that, like, as a teenager and as a kid, like, Donna is... She she wants love. She wants to be happy. And you've got this older woman's like, hey, man, uh, life sucks sometimes. So, you know, don't think about it too hard. Like you're thinking about like trying to be happy too hard. So where the heck? Where the heck did Donna go? In the meantime, she's supposed to be calling Ed. She gets up to say, hey, I got to call Ed. She gets up. That's that's when he's. That's when James plays. Yeah, but she literally comes back, and and she knows who Mrs. Mrs. Marsh is. The, okay, so I didn't catch this first. I'm just relooking at this. She goes back. She's back there. Every all the stools are up. There's no one there anymore. It's either like early, early morning, hmm. when everything is over. I, I I have no idea the time frame of this. But she comes up and she knows who Mrs. Marsh is. Yeah, she met him before, met her before in the last episode, right? And sh- that's when you're going like, "Hey, I'm James's friend." And then this is when like Evelyn goes like, "You know, you're a young kid. And yeah, everything's you're old. Everything yeah. sucks or whatever." Yeah, yeah. Don't look for happiness. Um, and then that's when the dude, then ro- then uh, that dude who I don't know what Evelyn's like lover, I guess, or like co-conspirator. I'm not sure what. I I don't remember when he gets there, but he. He gets there and he's, um, and doesn't she, he threatens her, doesn't he? Yes. He is very, like, listen, you you get the impression that Jeffrey Marsh was not the one who was giving Evelyn the bruises. 
Oh yeah, I think you're yeah, I mean, absolutely that's, right. That's clear. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he threatens her. I never want to see you again, or I'll kill you. And then Donna's and like, then, "Don't do this to him." That's I can't. That's constantly what she says to yeah. about James. And then we have this weird thing where Evelyn is then like, you know, you know, smoking her cigar or whatever, whatever, doing the rings. Oh yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. Bizarre. I guess thinking about James. Um, and then James comes again, but that's a shot. That's a shot that you would expect in a David Lynch movie or show. You wouldn't expect that in any other, any other. Like if you're editing this, you'd be like, "Yeah, we could probably leave. We could probably cut the smoke ring scene. Like we don't really need the smoke yeah, scene." Yeah, I would have cut it. I would have cut it. Yeah. I would have cut just. I like the cigarette being like squished yeah. out, like the close up of that, and then yeah. I probably would have cut this. But you know what? Why yeah. not? <laughs> Why not? Exactly. <laughs> Why not? So all right. So then. Um, so then what we have is we've got this issue where we've got James and Evelyn uh, back together again for some reason. That's, and that's when she's blowing the smoke rings, right? Doesn't yeah, James... And, and James comes in and is like, I love you. And Evelyn is like, you're too good, whatever. I did it all and I'll do it again. And then, then the dude comes in, Malcolm comes in and, and like smacks him with a gun in the back of his head. And she's somehow she's surprised at this. Like, yeah, I mean, come on. But the fact and, is, like, and then why does like, he okay, go back in the first place? I you know what I mean? Dude. That's the I thing. I don't know why he would go back. Why did he just try to find Donna again? Clearly, it's easy to find these people. You yeah. just literally go outside and you find them. Because doesn't she, doesn't he start like kissing her at this point? That's where he gets yes. hit by. Yeah. So like he goes back, they start kissing, and that's when He's, he gets this hit. Is, by. This is James. This is James. Oh, hey, Donna. Um, you're going to help me get out of this? Fantastic. Really great. I'm surprised you came back, but, like, great. Um, oh, uh, now, actually, I'm just going to forget you and go back and start kissing this other woman right? Right. and get in more trouble. <laughs> like, I don't understand. This woman I just left because I know she's not good, and I know she's... I right. just told her that she's trouble and that she framed me for this, that right. I'm never going to see conf- her again. you confirmed that. Like, yeah. literally, you came in and confirmed that and <laughs> right. said, you need to help, get help. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go back. Oh, my God. He's just such he's such a drag, dude. Like, th- he's just a drag. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, so he gets hit. And then Donna finds him again, right? So Donna must have. Yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, Wally's is right it is. next to her neighbors. It, is. it could it's, be across the street. I think it's where, across the street. You know, I think it's across it, the street. It is right there. Dude. Yeah. It is right there. Yeah. Um, uh, and again, it's this whole thing where it's like, why do you think that they're answering these questions, right? Like, Donna's like wanting to know why Evelyn framed James, right? She's like insisting, why are you doing this to him? Why are you doing, like, that's all she ever says, is why are you doing this to him? And like, they're like, hey man, wh- why do you think they're, why do you have to have an answer? Sometimes things well, just happen. Mo- I mean, it's just the money too. I mean, the- that's the answer. Right, like, the money's the answer. Right. Everybody else figured it out. Right. You're you're still asking why? Don't well, she says this. she wanted to do it. Like, Evelyn's like, hey, I wanted to do it. So just... I know, but I think she was just trying to convince herself on that point. I, I think she hmm. was just trying to, like, be... You know, I don't know. So... He, here's the thing that happens, basically. Yeah. Is then James is about to die. Donna comes in. And now they now the dude's like in a situation. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna shoot him. Blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. And then Evelyn gets the gun, and shoots Malcolm, and which is and this is a really great scene. Like I like this scene. To be fair. Yeah 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 yeah. 
she gets him, shoots a scene, and immediately she's like, like working through what happened. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm telling the police. Just like Malcolm was saying to her, like, he came in, you shouted, blah, blah, blah. Immediately she's like working through this. Yeah. And it shows like, she understands there's a little bit of remorse there. Like she didn't want to, ki- she's not somebody who's a killer, right? Right, right. But she did this and now she's like, okay, just to try to like come to terms with it and figure out this is what I'm telling the police. I can't concentrate on anything else right now or I'm going to lose it. I got to like just concentrate on that. He came in, he was going to do this. I, and I, and I, shot, I grabbed the gun and I shot him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm not concerned about anything else. I think there's a, a reality there that, I really, really liked it, despite everything else that was happening. <laughs> I think she pulled it off at the end, and I, I found that to be really uh, compelling. And then it's great. Like, she's, you know, shoots him, right? And everybody's like, blah, blah, blah. right, right. And, uh, you know, she falls down, and she's like, and there's, like, the camera. There's a lot of slow motion in this, too, which is, yeah, like obviously I d- I, also. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, but, yeah. and then she's like, he goes, the camera, like, goes up and it's it's really nice um and then the waterfall because there's a million waterfalls in this episode which yeah. is fine by was the this way the waterfall I, next to a waterfall there was uh, <laughs> one transition i don't remember was like a waterfall in a waterfall and i was like wow that's double waterfall yeah i mean and, it's a, and that's and that's where we leave that's where we leave james and donna yeah. so i mean what's going to happen to them that was the double waterfall that yeah. was the double okay waterfall. I mean, if anything deserved a double waterfall, it's like, yeah. So okay, so that's James and Donna. That's what happens in these episodes. It honestly, it's the most. It's not. It's it's the least exciting. I think of yeah. And to be fair, we spent way too much time talking about one way. We did. We did. We. It's like basically the entire podcast is just talking about James, and uh, uh, whatever. So all right. So let's get into it. Let's get into. Um, what else are we got? What else we 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 got? We Let's just wrap. You know what? We should wrap up Ben Horn. We okay, just wrap ben, up Ben Horn because that's a real easy one. That resolves at the end. Yeah, and I think that one that one was good too. Like so, you know, we've got so here are the players for Ben Horn. We've got Bobby. We've got Audrey. Um, we've got Doctor Jacoby. Awesome. He's making a comeback, which is great. Right. And we've got Ben Horn. Uh, oh, and Jerry. Jerry, of course. Jerry, of course. Jerry's there. So Ben is. Um, you know he's in his his war room. Well, let's just start, let me just start with this. Ben and Donna. I mean, Bobby and Donna. Audrey. Bonnie and Bobby and Audrey come together at the very beginning and say, "Listen, mm-hmm. this is a problem. My dad is crazy right now. If you want anything from my dad, and I certainly want something from my dad, like we got to get him back. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. We got to like figure this out. And let's go to Doctor because Doctor Jacoby's doing this weird thing with him and trying to get him to." you know, ease back in, but like, we got to like snap him out of this. You, you speed and Jerry up the comes in. Right. And, and Jerry comes in and is like, Hey, wait, maybe this isn't so, maybe we should, uh, just, you know, I can do a lot of stuff if, yeah. if Ben's like this and Audrey's like, Oh yeah, guess what? If he's like this, I get all the power. And then, yeah. ben, and then Jerry's like, okay, let's, let's speed up the process. Well, I also like how, uh, Audrey's like telling Bobby, like, Hey, you want to suck up to somebody, you're going to be sucking up to me. Right. Like Audrey is now, ex, uh, ex, uh, you know, kind of um, getting ahead of this whole thing. Like she sees the writing on the wall. She wants to be there and she can have a little bit of, of power because uh, I think out of everybody, Audrey has grown the most. Like Audrey is the is the least like a, like child than anybody. 
Like she's she, listen. She started off as a child, like totally as a child. The, the most I would say. Remember, we were like mm-hmm. this kind of like chaosy kind of. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. She just wants to like fool around and play and make p- people do all these kind of silly things, and um, she has grown a lot. I think that she went through the one eye jacks situation well, yeah. and that like mm-hmm. opened her eyes a lot. Um, and yes, out of everybody, she has grown significantly yeah. as yeah. a human being. Yeah. Well, we've got, so they, 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 maybe not for the good, but definitely she has like, Oh changed. yeah. She's, she is no longer, I would no longer. Horn. Yeah. She's still she's a horn, but I would no longer call her like a, a teenager, even though she's still apparently going to high school. They're all, I guess, going to high school. Still, still in high school. In, in any case, you've got this issue now where uh, Ben is mar- marching on Washington, right? So he's the Civil War is not the way. It's 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 a different kind of reality, which is good so because that's what Jacoby wants. Doctor Jacoby, Jacoby wants yeah. because what essentially, in, according to Doctor Jacoby, in order for Ben to have a total defeat, which got him into this place of like craziness. He had like a total defeat. And so in order to regain that, he has to relive something that also was the defeat, but put it into a positive spin so that then he could look at his own. He's basically working through his own uh, defeat through the Civil War. Let me ask you Which I would say is not a good uh, analogy. This is what I was going to tell. This is because I think it's a horrible analogy. Like (laughs) you went to South to win like that's any case. Do you think now this was 1990. Things weren't as, I mean, you probably, it here's just the, wasn't. Here's the thing. Things were like that, but they weren't brought to the surface. What I'm saying is like, yes, the systemic racism has been going on for a long time. Yeah. The Confederate symbol of the, you know, the flag being a rebel, what the Confederate ideals has, was like literally whitewashed. Right. And to be like, okay, uh, you know, antebellum South, like, look at all of, of this, right? And that we see, we see that constantly in Disney movies. In yeah, like I'm not everything. arguing that. Here's what I, here's so this is what I'm saying. When you get to 1990, somebody, the, the, the population of white people like us, right, experienced that in a different way than actual, like, people of color, who it hasn't changed. Like, they would no, say no, 1990 no, no, no. is the same as, like, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. It's 1990. So seeing the civil war play out in the South wind or in the South wind may not have been as dramatic or like, uh, repulsive as it seems like today. That's what I'm saying. Like to me, us to, to, I would say to us as people who are white. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. But, but what I, what I, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to think about is, do you think they had this plot line in their mind or do they do you think that it was just written at some point like, oh, uh, Ben gets into like the Civil War and then they're like, oh, what do we do with the Civil War? Why don't we do this crazy thing where the South has to win? Because it doesn't seem to make any sense whatsoever. It doesn't. I, you know what? I, th- I think they, what they did. It seems like an improv. I think they had a, well, I think they had, and it turns into improv because it turns into a little theater. Oh, yeah, it does seem like, like, yeah, yeah, I like that too. But I think what they probably did, and again, I'm just, this is just me thinking. They probably said, listen, we want Ben Horn, how did Ben Horn get out of this total defeat? Well, what if there's this like thing where he has to relive a defeat of something and in order for him to like, 
you know, work out his own thing. And they said, okay, what's like a really big defeat that we could like go, like walk into, right? And like, they're not going to do World War Two. No, you can't right? do World War. It's too early. It's too soon. You can't do Vietnam. That's too soon. Yeah, they're not going to do Vietnam. Korea. Not gonna do, yeah. And Vietnam was a defeat anyway. Like, there's like World War One. Like, who? You know what they could have done? Why not do? A, why not do Vietnam winning Vietnam? But then I guess it's it is too. There. I mean, 1990. You're still having vets who are watching that show. Right. So you you got to go back further and like. But still be re- you're not going to do like what the Prussian War or something like you know <laughs> you got to go something that is big enough to be culturally understood okay but far enough away for a you know for us to like look at it and think that it's still like fine which clearly it wasn't but as but it at that point I think has been made to be fine yeah i think they they, could a certain group of people maybe they could have played it for comedy a little bit more i guess they were playing for comedy they were playing it for comedy (sighs) it just it just to me i I, I tried to look at he like gives a couple speeches i could not i don't know what those speeches were taken from but i'm sure i don't think they he i don't think the screenwriters wrote those speeches i think they were taken from somebody really yeah, because he's like talking about band. We are band of brothers, which like was like, wait a second, I think that is a thing. Oh yeah, I don't know. And I he did another thing too, and I and I did not like look them up, but I'm like, I think they're like famous speeches. He so just can look. Yeah, yeah. You know more whatever. Well, I mean the whole thing does play for comedy, and it's it's it, it's a nice little light. As some of these other kind of more heavy things are going on, this little this is kind of a light thing, even though it is talking about. The Confederate War, which is not, you know, the, the winning, the Confederacy right. winning, the Confederacy winning, right? So, uh, not not great. So, in any case, um, so anyway, so but but Doctor Jacoby is convinced that this is what needs to happen. And look, Jacoby is, he's been right every, you know, he's always right. It seems right. He's he's. I mean, he's he was right on this. Like to be fair, he was right. Yeah. Like as soon as he signed the papers. Uh, yeah, at Appomattox. Yeah, it's like. He he snapped out of it instantly. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, check one up. And Jacoby, he may be a great um, psychiatrist, psychologist. Psychiatrist, I think. Maybe Um, a psychologist. He's not a great actor. He needs the notes. He's always looking at his notes. You know the lines. He didn't memorize anything. What are you talking um, about? Oh, oh, was, for oh, for the when he was in the play. When he was, when he was in the play, an actor yeah. in the play. Yeah, the, so they had to play. The, so for the audience to who's wrap things up, they yeah. had to like, okay, let's wrap things up. We got to get to the courthouse and like end this, sign the papers, and so uh, they put on a little stage production. Yeah, community theater type thing. Yeah. of like the whole thing. And it was it was you know it was entertaining. Enough. Yeah, Jerry's Jerry wasn't a great actor either, but uh, it was all. I mean, either was Audrey, but it was. It, it got was the job done, and so Ben the, Horn, yeah. Ben Horn is back. I think, and that's it. I'm right. I mean, Ben Horn is. Uh, I'm looking through my notes, but I think that's where we ended it. Where Ben Horn is is back. He's he's back to normal. He's back. Um, and oh, and there's that Wizard of Oz reference, which was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I had the strangest dream, and you were there, and you like that. You know that kind of stuff. I love that kind of stuff. I, I like that I stuff. Too. That. It's in episode fifteen, and I really yeah. do think. I think again, episode fifteen, really, really good. Uh, I mean, it's it's really good. Um, 
Oh, yeah. What's with Bobby saying that he was late because some bikers tried to take his jacket? Is that just a <laughs> joke that I Because he's wearing a Confederate jacket. I don't know. I didn't get the joke. But again, I, who knows? I think they're just oh, playing I around. Didn't, with I didn't it. even pick that up. But. Yeah, because he was late. Because Audrey was mad because he was late there. Um, and again, um, yeah, I just say it was, it was pretty funny. Uh, it, uh, Listen, it's problematic, but funny. Can yeah. you say that? I mean, probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro- yeah. I mean, the, the way the, that they the went the and did it, the idea like, was funny. Yeah. The idea was funny. And, um, you know, uh, and this is, I even wrote down, like, so Jacoby, maybe this is why, maybe this Jac- works. That's why Nadine is, like, they're doing the same thing with Nadine. Maybe Jacoby is also racist. Like, I, maybe he's from the South because he certainly was all in. He was on the definitely in on, on the Confederate winning. winning. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Yeah, but I, but his his uh, techniques. I mean, he's the one that's doing this whole thing with Nadine, right? I mean, like oh, I the know, technique Let's is. See if that works out. I mean, his his past. I mean, yeah. I mean, he has been right every single time. Although with Laura, it didn't he work could, out so great. Well, but he could, he. I think he just uh, didn't get there in time. I think he was still working on Laura, and I don't think he knew about Bob. Hmm. Right. So I think if he knew about Bob, that then he could have changed the way he kind of diagnosed Laura. I don't know for a fact. But. Right. Uh, we got we got to wrap this up. We've already been talking for like, I mean, this is going to be like a two hour shot. Well, James, yeah. James ruined everything again. James took a, a whole <laughs> 40 minutes of the shot. Cast. Well, you know, we can. So um, uh, what's the other one I was going to say? We can. Oh, Ed and Norma. We can. Ed, Ed and Norma, we can we can wrap that up fairly quickly. Yeah, this is great. Ed and Norma back together. It seems. Well, Hank I mean, is, are they? Well, I mean, Hank Hank is Hank f- uh, appears that he's going back into prison because he violated some parole stuff. Yeah, and he's right? definitely go. He was in the hospital because Nadine beat him up. Beat him up, and then after that, he's going right to right to jail. I mean, yeah. that's what that's what Hank says anyway. Not Hank, but Harry. So. Yeah, and so like now they got a lot of catching up to do, as they were kind of talking about. And, yeah. Um, there, it seems like they're going to go all in because Nadine currently is, you know, interested in other boys, and actually, yeah. she finds them in bed. Doesn't seem yeah. to kind of notice, but does notice, but doesn't seem to react in any kind of way. Yeah. And says, you know what? That's cool with me, man. Because you know what? I got another boyfriend. I got and he's Mike. Pretty serious. Yeah. And as we know, that that's not a healthy relationship. But, um, but they need, as far as Nadine is concerned, that's great. And I think I think although Eden, she did get, I mean, we'd have to talk to Baron about this, but like she did get disqualified on wrestling because you can't do a yeah the airplane airplane move. Or I don't yeah. know what it was. I don't know. It it does seem like it's. Uh, I don't know how you get second place, even though you get disqualified though didn't seem exactly i didn't follow that yeah i didn't follow that either but uh in any case she's doing well for herself like this second go round yeah. apparently is doing well remember the first time she went through a high school not a great experience not for her so good this right. time and she's winning or at least getting second places in, in wrestling she's she got a this. second chance man I, it really is and like she's taking that she's taking advantage to the fullest yeah yeah and we do and we do learn a little bit about like her strength comes from she's for some reason she's got adrenaline coursing through her veins right like this right. non-stop adrenaline just like going through her which is, gives her super strength and like this I mean, like hyper the, there's this scene with ed and the doctor who like basically ed's like hey nadine wants to date now right and the doctor's like okay let her like as long as she's home by nine everything's cool 
Well, because she's like, is she sexually sexually active? And right. he's like, I wake up every morning. Uh, what did he say? Like, like I wake up every morning feeling like a timber truck has hit me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So clearly, and, and he's just like, listen, just you know, keep her keep her home. I I still don't think that's the best advice for someone who's going through a, a, a psychotic break. I don't right. know. I mean, honestly, but. Listen, Jacoby's got everything under control. Jacoby does got doctor, everything under control. Listen, yeah. the doctor is like looking out for her health and her well being in this, you know, medically, but like, you know, the psychiatrist got the, the rest of it. So let me quick look to see if there's anything, um, anything other interesting things here with. Uh, I mean, you know, here's the thing we know things are going to come crashing down. Oh, Hank's coming back. We know this. Yeah. Well, and and or Nadine and or Nadine is gonna like snap out of it, and now there's gonna be, you know, that again. Yeah, um, it's the airplane. It's the airplane slam, by the way. Oh, airplane. I think you can do the airplane. You just can't do the airplane slam. Well, well I'll have to look that up. Baron will know. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I'm sure they got it right. Yeah. So that's that's basically it. So Jan- so uh, oh, and Shelley comes back to work for Norma. Um, so, right. which was uh, a great scene too. I love that scene. There, they got that big ice cream cone in there. It was uh, great. This episode is episode fifteen. About. I don't know why Diane Keaton doesn't direct more stuff. I, dude, I'm telling you, like there are so many shots in episode fifteen. There's two shots that I loved. One shot where it, that took place when Shelley and Norma were were there. Then Norma goes behind. Uh, Norma, uh, uh, Harry comes in to talk to Norma about the fact that. Um, you know, Hank's almost out of the hospital. So they go behind a door, a swinging door. Yes. You're yes. on one side of the door. They're on the other side of the door, and you see them through the doorway. Here's the other time is when Cooper and Pete are are talking. Yes. They which, forgot the hot dogs or something. I can't remember. But Which is what, like, I had a film uh, student making a film, and they were talking in front of doors like that. Yeah. And this was before I saw the film, but I was like, yeah. listen. Like, go behind the door and yeah. just have, like, how cool is that? Frames within frames. How many times do I have to say this? Frames within frames. Filmmakers yeah. love frames within frames. Yeah. So do it, man. And uh, I loved seeing that happen here because it's such a nice, and the door kept swinging. That was what with that nice was with touch. Pete and, yeah. Oh, my God. It was what it, a nice touch yeah. happens there. Just keep the door swinging. Yeah. You know, yeah. just get a grip. He's got a little, uh, you know, wire attached to the door and just pull it every once yeah. in a while. I it was, was in a movie. I when I, I was in a movie once, and the actress had to run out the door, and the door had to stay like open, right? But the actress kept closing the door for some reason because she's an actress. So she kept <laughs> running it. So she, they had me had stand there, and I had to grab the door right. just to keep it open, right? Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. You gotta set like what you want to happen, make it happen, and that little door swinging. Uh, it was, was great. So nice. I, I mean, I'm I hiring s- Diane Keaton. Uh, Diane Keaton can direct something of mine any I, day. I, I couldn't believe. I'm telling you, 15 was episode 15 was a breath of fresh air. It Agreed. really was, and Agreed. everything that happened in it, you were like, okay, someone thought about this 100. percent it just wasn't two people talking. It was two people talking behind a door. And you're there witnessing. You're like yes. the third party. I mean, it's great. It, I'm telling you, it was, it was great. That's what I love. Like, that's what I love. Like, she took, and sometimes we don't see this in uh, just episodes, right? Because episodes are long. We see it in movies where every shot counts. Mm-hmm. Like, everything has a meaning in a movie. Every shot has a meaning. And a lot of time is spent thinking about what is the color, 
alternate choices that we're going to have. What does this whole thing look like? What yeah. is she going to wear that's going to relate to this thing here? Or, you know, whatever. Every single shot is like that. And sometimes when we get into episodes, it's like, hey, we got to get this done, like, boom, boom, boom. But here yeah. Diane Keaton is coming in. She needs to make her mark as a director. And she's thinking, and she's she makes movies. I mean, she's an actress in movies, Diane Keaton. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. She's, yeah. Not, she's not some second-rate actor here. Right. This is Diane Keaton we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. And so she comes in and she's like, this is how I'm going to approach it. I'm going to approach it like I'm making a film, like much like David Lynch, right? Yeah. And so there's like, so they, and, and this is before the time, this is before the time where you had like Netflix and HBO and, well, HBO was doing series and stuff, but like there wasn't as, like a TV was TV and movies were movies, right? You got to get 26 episodes. Right. You got to go through these, and you just got to nail, like, knock them mm-hmm. out of the park, right? You just got to knock them out. So, so here we are, somebody coming in, background in film, looking at this and saying, like, every shot I want needed. Yeah, and that's and that's why we are drawn to episode five, 15 so much because everything can give us information. It's not just like, hey, whatever. Even James, we spent forty minutes talking about James. But, but a lot of it was just because it was, you know, put together so nice. I agree, totally agree. Diane Keaton, what can I say, man? Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, listen, it's, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just put it out here too. I'm not a huge Diane Keaton fan as, as an actress. Like, she, I, yeah, I, she's done some stuff, but a lot of times I'm like, uh, you know, take it or leave it. Was she in Annie Hall? Yeah. All right. I mean, that's that was a good performance. Yeah, I mean, I mean, take away Woody Allen's. The controversies over. What, I mean, it's well. Gonna, are we gonna are we gonna talk about the artist or we're gonna talk about the artist's work? I, the work. The wor- I'm talking about the work. You're right. I'm talking okay. about the artist. So, so, uh, but isn't and, but I'm isn't the artist's the work artist. an extension I'm not, I'm not of the defending, artist? Well, I'm not defending the artist at all. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, but I'm yeah. saying like if we're talking about let's, we get we, there's at some point we have to make a distinction. Not at all points. To be fair. Look, I brought up point, I brought up Annie Hall. I brought right. up Annie Hall. We, we I brought up Diane Keaton. Let's <laughs> just let's just drop it. Okay. We don't need to, listen, Diane Keaton as a director for this specific episode, uh, A plus. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely A plus. She passes my class. Uh, anyway, so that's that's so that's what we see. We know Norma Norma and Ed getting back together. We know it's not gonna last, but uh, but it's it's fun while it's fun to see it. It because we, we we're always rooting for those two. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're rooting for those two. Um let me see if there's anything uh, else. Real quick, Shelly, since we brought up Shelly. Shelly Shelley had a, a rough uh, night. Um, Leo has... And, and that was also a great scene, and that wasn't the Diane Keaton. No, that was a great but, tense but scene. That was a, and that was also a great uh, use of editing as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she has a knife. It gets, you know, spun out, and then we see the knife. There's nice, good cuts in there, just like you want. You want the editing to talk to you, and it was really doing a nice job um, with that. Um, but we, and, and some great kind of like composition with like, you know, we got Leo who's now kind of back. Yeah. Not totally. Not, I wouldn't, yeah, he's not totally back. Yeah. Yeah. Back enough to kind of like, he's not in a, what we, what they call a vegetation, vegetative state, which they refer to as, right? He's pissed. So he, and he's mad and he's, you know, talking about his sock and his bar of soap. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. how Shelly's a bad girl. Yeah. Um, and he's got this axe, and there's the clown thing behind this, like yeah. clown imagery happening, which is you know really great. Um, I don't know why you just can't bust out of that uh, pl- 
plastic sheathing. Um, apparently, that was well. Really it gets, that's how he, he does get out of it. I mean, oh, and you're then, talking about what Shelly doesn't. But like Shelly doesn't. And Shelley, yeah, she's going to the doors. Bobby didn't. Yeah, I, I don't know. But here's what's interesting about those doors. They lock from the inside, which is how doors. So, like when we first got this house built in 1992, I think um, the locks on it, you couldn't. If you locked the door, like the inside was locked too. Hmm. Like when you turn the handle. Now right. you cannot buy because it's a safety hazard, right? right? If you're like you don't want to panic, like Shelly was panicked, right? She didn't think about just unlocking the door and, get, yeah. and getting out. She's panicked. She's so well. My daughter, when she was young, locked herself in the bathroom. Yeah, that's right. My grandma was babysitting. Yeah, yeah. And they had to call the fire department to break open the door. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's not great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. uh, Is it, though? Is it? Well, I I mean, it was funny for me. It was a rental. Anyway, so so you you can't do that now. uh, But I will say this. It's a total hassle because you often forget that the door is locked, so you'll You'll open the door, go out to get the mail, shut the door behind you, and the door right. is locked behind you. That's what happens now. Before, you know, if I'm going to make an argument for those locks, those fire trap locks, when you have to unlock the door to get out, so you know that the door is unlocked and you can right. shut it behind you, no big deal. Um, but in any case, it's a good, it's a good scene. I really enjoyed it. It's tense. You know, there's leaves swirling. The way it's backlit, the, the house is backlit. So, like, the you can see the leaves swirling. He gets yeah. out. There's owls hooting everywhere the whole time. Right. Like, everything's, like, things are happening, man. He runs in the forest. A lot of owls. A lot of owls happening. Like, if you, if, if for some reason you missed the owl connection, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you got it. I don't think episodes. you were, you weren't watching the episode if you missed the yeah. owls. Yeah. 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 I do you like how he says goodbye. Peaks if you missed the end. Right. <laughs> goodbye, wife. Uh, so, yeah. So, oh, he gets stabbed in the leg, too. We shouldn't mention that because that comes up. That does, it does come up in a nice little, uh, right. in a way. So he gets that. Sta- he does get stabbed. He gets, he gets hurt. Um, and, uh, but Bobby is no, Bobby leaves, you know, uh, Shelly at that point because he's off trying to get Ed or uh, uh, Ben. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah. He, he, yeah. Yeah, and then we don't see too much about Leo and uh, Shelly. The last time we see Shelly is then she's winning a job back. Right. Leo, on the other hand. Leo, uh, some stuff happens to him, man. Right. And so how do you want to do? You want to introduce it with you want to introduce him with, you know, Wyndham Earl with, with Leo, or do you want to introduce him with Cooper? No, let's go with Cooper, man. Let's go. I mean, let's not bury the lead here. This is the, I mean, we shouldn't bury the lead because the lead is, in fact, that's how we start the episode 14 is that we see the guy that was dead at the end of episode with, with the close. And then again, like yeah. we start with close. Like, there's a lot of times when we start episodes like super close to something. And then it'll yeah. Be, yeah. Out. Yeah. And so we've got this. We've got a dead man in the in the police station. There's a pawn in his mouth. Right. And guess what? Cooper's seen this before, man. This is not something new to Cooper. Um, and he says he can feel Wyndham. Is it Wyndham? Is that his name? Wyndham Earl. Wyndham Earl, right. He, he can feel the, the presence. Um, and, you know, what we, we find out is that, um, you know, this has all been planned. Wyndham has been planning this for some time, and it's... He's an evil genius. He's a totally evil genius. Uh, in fact, he might be even faking his insanity. That's right. what Cooper believes. Although I think Cooper believes he was, he's been faking his insanity so much that he maybe, 
The guy's definitely insane now, I think. Yeah. I think that um, we, we can tell that for sure. Here's what, I th- here's what I think is interesting. So he doesn't leave anything. They like search the place. Nothing is left behind, mm-hmm. right? Because he's so good at what he does. I mean, he yeah. was part of the FBI and he knows. But he did leave a lodgepole pine clue there. Yeah. Which wasn't talked about again. I thought that was going to come up, but that was the only thing they found. So that has that's going to have to come up. That's going to be, I believe, something that they have to look into. Well, it's the whole lodge. If he's an evil genius and doesn't leave anything behind, but yet they find a lodgepole pine uh, needle, yeah, and they don't like run with that. Like I don't. uh, Why? Why would you include it? So I think that's going to that's going to help them find him. I believe. Or Um, they it left him. He left it there on purpose. I'm I'm inclined to think that he left it on purpose because he's he's why so that's what I'm thinking like why that's got to come back well we we may we may find out so um, you know this this brings um, this brings Cooper back so um, uh, you know and, and Cooper and Harry also get like. They they know about Leo at this point, and um, I'm just I'm just scrolling through my notes just, because there's so, so much. He, Cooper has been cleared of his charges, right? Well, but he's right, still but he's still suspended. on probation. He's oh right. yeah, suspension. Still suspension. suspended. Yeah. However, he can still work for Harry. So really, right now, he is a deputy um, of the Twin Peaks uh, Police Department. He's not necessarily an FBI agent. And well, he is, but he's suspended. He so can't the, work on any cases. the pawn is the first chess move of this game that they've well it's like the second chess move or, or so right? right because they've been playing it in the, the yeah right. they took and the pawn took the pawn every time a pawn and this is the way it works what cooper figures out every time a piece is taken somebody will die correct so um and cooper's kind of upset about this because cooper has played chess every day for three years with Wyndham, has never won and so the issue becomes we've got to figure out a way um, to, to get this taken care of. We know that Cooper was Wyndham's partner, uh, first partner on a case in Pittsburgh. Um, he was to he was uh, there as protection for somebody who had witnessed a crime. And it turns out that person was Carolyn. He falls in love with Carolyn, who is he's supposed to protect. That's part of his job. And uh, it turns out that Carolyn was actually Wyndham's wife. Yes. And so Cooper now thinks, and then Carolyn was killed in much the same way that we saw before. Right. Uh, that, that killing almost killed uh, Cooper, made, I mean, obviously killed Caroline and drove, um, drove Wyndham insane, apparently, although we think he's faking his death, his insanity. And Cooper now thinks that the crime originally witnessed by carolyn was actually committed by Wyndham. yes we don't know what that crime was no but that's maybe a key that that is going to show up in any case that's where we're at that's the whole that's basically the backstory that's the big reveal yeah um and so you know now what the issue is is um oh there's a little bit of an issue with major brinks major briggs who comes into the police station and uh, says, hey, look, there's this issue. He doesn't think the Air Force is has true intent or pure intent with this uh, looking for the White Lodge. Yeah. And he's going to be in the shadows. He's There's trouble ahead. He's going to be in the shadows. Just know that. Yes. Um, 
I'm going to skip the whole thing of the Black Widow because I thought that was dumb. What was the Black Widow? The Black. Remember the Black Widow? Like, the, for some yeah, reason, I guess. Didn't come, did that come? Yeah. Up? Oh, I see. That came. He got Jacoby is like, yeah, oh, yeah, she's yeah, yeah. she's not violent, but she possesses this super hyper sexual drive that drives yeah, men yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, the yeah. mayor comes in. He's gonna and try to yeah, shoot yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, and then like, yeah, and then okay, and they're adopting a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why. I don't know why they had to resolve it. It seems like that was. I don't know if that's gonna come up later or what, but like, um, so uh. Let me get back to here. So Albert comes in now, right? So now we've got we've got an issue. We see Albert, which is great. I love to see Albert. Yeah, and, and Albert's, Albert's back. He loves everybody, man. Like this is this is the Albert that has kind of let down his guard because he's he's generally starts liking these people, right? Yeah, he's friends with Harry. He gave yeah. Harry a huge hug. Yeah, because at the end, he, we finally, you know, he finally breaks down and realizes, like, hey, these guys are good guys. Right? Yeah. So right, he's right, coming right. back. He's doing it a little favor, a uh, little bit of a favor, right? So um, they've. So what we find out is Wyndham has been sending these, the, uh, sending various police pa- uh, departments packages. There's a white veil, a garter belt, white slippers, a pearl necklace, a wedding dress, and so you know Cooper believes they're all Carolyn's. We don't know exactly what they mean, but it certainly looks like some sort of wedding. Um, and uh, Albert actually likes Coop's new look, right? I mean, he's got Cooper's got the flannel. On, well, he doesn't like suit. it, but it works for. I think he said it works for him. Works for, it okay. works for Cooper. He he does not like it. So, um, all right. So here's where things get interesting. So we 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 previously Leo had found a uh, Leo had been wandering the woods. Right. He he leaves the uh, his house right after getting stabbed. He's wandering the woods. He falls down into a cabin. All right. Yes. We uh, we now see Wyndham, and he's got this reed pipe, and he's dancing around. And we know that the music that we hear is not the music that's playing, you know, that, that they hear, right? We're hearing some right. different types of music. Anyway, he's playing, he's dancing around with this, this pipe. Leo wakes up, and, um, you know, he's just, he's out of it. Leo can't escape. He can't. Wyndham's too good for him, man. Like, Wyndham's, like, hitting him. Like, he's, Wyndham's well, in full control. Yeah, and he's he's talking about uh, samurais and how they got their weapons taken care of, but they still had these these type of right. pipes or, or um, I thought it was pretty nice. I like that and like yeah. nail them. Yeah, you know he's he's on he's in control of every situation, which uh, you know which we know. Right, and he puts this electric collar type thing on Leo, um, and he talks about this whole lion analogy, like, "Hey, I cleaned your wounds. Now you're." Right. You know the thorn in the lion's Basically, he's he's, bra- he's going to start brainwashing um, Leo to do whatever he wants to do, and he's doing that with the yeah. you know shock collar, and then giving him something nice, yeah, to kind of like some gruel for things. And right. you can see, Le- you know, Leo's reaction. The actor does a great job of like, look, this it. actor. I don't know who the actor is. I, I I can't remember his name, but like he his job is just to seemingly eat like disgusting food and like make Listen, weird t- noises this, you gotta hand it to this guy because he was hired as like to play a, a mean thug kind of guy right yeah. mm-hmm. and now he is playing this like you know he has he has to like kowtow to this like guy right yeah. and and be like this this person who had uh, you know a breakdown mentally and it, he, he he had a lot of stuff 
literally shoved in his face, basically. But yeah. Like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, for him to, like, be able to, like, stretch himself as an actor. Yeah. Nice I'm not say, I, And you know what? I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, like, he, he mainly now just kind of grunts, yells, and eats food that's disgusting. That's yeah. his repertoire now of, of, of what he has to do. Um, so, uh, oh, man, this is tough because also what's happening at the same time is we've got this issue with Catherine and Pete. Right. I mean, I mean, let's just fin- finish up Wyndham Earl. I mean, okay, it, it, okay, yeah. So w- Wyndham Earl, he is he is um, planning his next move basically, mm-hmm. and he is getting um, Leo to he's he's putting on disguise essentially. He he wants to like go into cover a little bit. It's not the greatest disguise. I guess maybe if if you don't know what he looks like in the first place, I, I, I mean, and we, also we know disguises in Twin Peaks are not fantastic. Yeah. It maybe fooled you, but it did not fool me one bit when Catherine <laughs> was in her disguise. So, I mean, I knew it was disguise. That's the thing; you can tell it's a disguise. Like you can tell somebody's in disguise. Like okay. you might not know who Wyndham is, but you can tell that that person has a fake mustache and fake um, uh, sideburns. Well, listen, it may be like the music, right? The music in that's it, true. It's a representation, right? And okay. maybe the, yeah. this is a, also a representation of what they, you know. In, in any case, he's getting these notes written um, to kind of hand off to some people because he wants the, basically the lead girls, right? Shelly, Audrey, and Donna. Yeah. That's basically what the next victim. Like, what's going to happen with him? Well, right, because it's whoever. It's like he's going. He's wanting to take a pawn. As soon as he takes a piece, who is going to be the the next person to die? Right. And I think I think Wyndham is thinking all three of them because he Wyndham thinks he's going to win. Well, he might true. win. I don't know. But uh, Cooper has a you know Cooper has a, uh, a uh, ace up his sleeve because yes. he may never have uh, won. Uh, against uh you know chess against uh Wyndham but luckily there is a chess expert in Twin Peaks was there any doubt that there was a chess expert in Twin Peaks the answer is no of course and it's Pete Pete is an expert he he plays what four games at once and beats everyone yeah very similar to the chess expert we ran into in (laughs) Venice when he played everybody and like literally beat us in two seconds now we also weren't playing for like our lives or anything um, right but and clearly, you know and we also probably weren't that great either yeah i mean to be it fair, was still like, like five know. people though it was dan matt you and me and i don't think ken was there at that time but like that's four people he's playing against yeah and to, to be fair like he's playing against like i mean pete is not playing against i mean pete is playing against the equivalent i think of us, I right? guess. I mean, he's but playing Cooper against like, like yeah, he, who's he playing against? Like Harry, I mean, let me, let the doctor. Wasn't the doctor there? The doctor. He's playing against the the guy, the trucker guy. What's that guy's name? The big guy. I, I can't remember. Like pickle or something. Wasn't it like? Yeah. Isn't something weird? Like, yeah, some weird name. <laughs> so like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know what? Harry's not even playing. It's just three games. Oh, all right. Still. Doctor, I mean, still. I mean, again, we don't. You know. Knows, I mean, we know Pete, Pete is. Pete knows how to do it, and Pete yeah. is like, "Hey," because Cooper says very specifically, "I want to be able to win without taking, without losing any pawn, without losing any pieces." It's a different strategy. It's way different. It's a maybe different it's just strategy. a stall tactic. 
You know what I mean? Maybe winning's not, maybe it's just like, how do I keep this game going until I can find that's, Wyndham? That's how I lasted so long with the chess master that we did. I thought you were done in like two moves. I thought no, you got I was out the, in two. I was the last, I was the last one. That's not what I basically, recall. No, I recall this. It, I was the last one basically because I don't know what I was doing. I was just trying to move to like, <laughs> I don't even know what I was doing, but it was so basic. He probably didn't even understand right, like, right, how right. to like react right. to that. Um, well, I don't recall that. <laughs> but I'm sure that you recall you were the last one. I was the last one. Yeah, yeah, this is exactly right. No, that's incorrect. I was the last one. Yeah, incorrect. no, I was, I was the last one. You might one. have been the first one to go. Uh, you were the first one to go. That was my that's memory of it. Uh, in any case, let's not bicker and argue. Uh, all right. Um, right. So, so he comes so down. So he, he comes down. He passes Cooper in the lobby. Right? Which is surprising to me that, that that's happened. But they get a, they both kind of get a feeling like they, they pass each other in such a way that they don't really see each other, but they yeah. it seems like they both get a feeling that something is amiss at that point. Yeah. And then he goes over, of course there is like a rack of owls uh postcards. Oh yeah. Or yeah. something. Yeah. And like he picks one up, is very interested yeah. in that. So that's um he even like, Well, no, he like, gives oh, a pack the important part is he gives a package to Audrey. Yes, 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 yes. So I think we know who our next uh, potential victim is. And then he looks over. He's like, oh, else? And he yeah. picks, picks one up. Then Cooper returns to his room, which was interesting. And in the room, there's a mask. And we get the idea that that mask is a mask of Carolyn. Right, death mask of Carolyn. Yeah. Usually that's what we do. So, th- so yeah, so that's so we've got a mystery, man. A no- was there a note underneath there? I don't believe so. It just... Um, Oh, maybe not. There was a light. There's a light. Oh, here's what was underneath it: a tape recorder. Oh, was that what it was? was Playing. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it was a tape recorder. I thought it was just whatever makes the light through the eyes, which I was disappointed in, because I would have rather. There was there was like a voiceover of. I believe there was a voiceover of, um, Wyndon Earl like saying something. There was definitely light coming from out of the eyes, right? Yeah, so yeah. Here, wait, I'm looking at it right now. Let's see. It's a nice dolly over. It's good. For, I mean, look at Diane Keaton. We know that. Diane we know Keaton, she, I mean, of yeah. course, it's good. It says, breathtaking was she, truly beautiful woman, Karen. He brings it up, and behind it... I just thought it was a light. I think it's a tape recorder with tape two recorder. lights, like okay, as like on or something. I don't know. I'm saying it's a tape recorder. Okay, that's Although cool. How would the tape we'll recorder start as soon as you pick it up? But then where is that voice coming from? I, I, no, because it says now listen carefully. It's your move. Oh, okay. So there is a man. I don't remember that. What's Cooper's first name? Dale. No, it's uh, Agent. <laughs> I guess it's Dale, because he says, now, Dale, listen carefully. Dale Cooper. Did I know that? I don't think I ever knew that. I don't remember it being D- Cooper. I don't know. Agent Cooper. I'm going to say, I'm looking it up. No, Special Agent Dale Cooper, yeah. Dale Cooper. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So it must have been a tape recorder. Okay. All right, so there's a tape recorder. And so, you know, that's, that's exciting, because we're, we're, we're in the thick of it now. 
I mean, now things are like starting to really rock and roll with this mystery. Mm-hmm. I like the mystery. That's what, drew, that's what drew me to Twin Peaks in the first place was this idea that there's a mystery. I like the mysteries occurring. Yeah, it's coming. You know? We got mysteries. You want mysteries? We got mysteries. Well, we've also got this thing with Pete. Just real quick, Pete, you know. Um, oh, God. This thing. Well, you, we have this to. This is kind of getting drawn out a little bit. This, this is, is getting. This is like my James here. Like, okay, yeah. Catherine. Like, so real quick, because it's not important. Catherine uh, and... Um, What's his face? The guy who, uh, Packer, Andrew Packer. Andrew Packer. Right. The, Andrew Packer's back, right? So they're, they're going to be scheming. Pete has been drawn into it because guess who also is back? The guy Josie was working for, right? Thomas Ecker. So now he's back. So now we're, it's setting up for this meeting between Thomas and, um, uh, Thomas and, uh, I guess Andrew, Something's going to happen there. They're all at the lodge, right? right. Um, the other thing that's, I think, interesting is that Albert told uh, Cooper, hey, man, it r- everything seems to point at Josie killing, right? What was it? that, like? So the dude, Jonathan, who was like the assassin oh, right, guy, the ju- Right, 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 right. So... So Jonathan was, uh, there's going to be a connection between Jonathan and Josie. Here's the thing. Josie, because Cooper took some clothing samples from um, Josie's stuff, I guess. And it seems like that's a match. Like, that's what Albert came in to tell him. Right. There's a match between the fabric um, and samples, textile samples that are found in your room when you got shot and Josie's belongings, basically. Yeah. So, so they're going to start, they're linking. It doesn't look good. Basically is what they right. say. And, and we've got this issue where, where Harry is still in love with Josie. So your sheriff, in fact, it's our sheriff has a serious problem with his girlfriend. Right. So that's, that's where we're kind of at. That's, 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 those are the two episodes. Good episodes getting us back in, man. You definitely, know, definitely good to get us back in. So, uh, yeah, so that's that's where we are. All right. So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing what happens. There's seven episodes left. It's not a lot of episodes, the, man. The season. And then we go into Firewalk well, with me. Firewalk with me is the next, which is a movie directed by David Lynch. Right. Right. I've Lynch's. seen it already. I'm going to have to watch it again. I'm not looking forward to it. And then. Season three. Season three. Which um, I don't know where I'm going to find season three, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Is it, is, it, is it on HBO? No. I don't think it's on HBO anymore. It was on HBO, but I don't know if it's on HBO well, anymore. Where the am I going to find it? I don't know. I'm gonna, I don't know where it is. Listen, we don't have to worry to about that for like two years. So. <laughs> You're right. We'll get three episodes. Then we'll take a hiatus. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll be okay. All right. So we're going to be back at it. Uh... Maybe who knows? Let's let's figure it out. Yeah, let's not commit. We don't have to commit to anything. We don't have to commit to anything. No one is expecting us right. to be committing to anything. No one might even hear this because they've given up on the. We're talking into the wind, man. Just yeah. talk, shouting into the wind. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the shotcast for this week. I'm Brady. I'm Brian. Hold fast. <laughs>